with so much turmoil in the world and so many things happening on days of the week. You know, it's it's interesting now that we get to this middle of the week. Oh, yeah. The the beginning of the week felt like a week in and of itself. It did. Right? There's so, so much going on. There's so much going on that we won't touch on here because the lamestream media has that covered. Yeah. Because we are way, way out, out on a Wednesday, way Wednesday. outside the lamestream media. That's right. We give you the stories nobody else will touch. However, I will say one of our stories unexpectedly sort sort of made national news. Yes, but it, it did. But it's still off the beaten path enough that a lot of people might not, it and, might not be in their radar. Right. And you have strong opinions on it. I do. Uh, as a theater person, uh, you know I'm always listening to musicals, watching plays, being in plays and, and musicals. Uh, Hamilton, of course, the um, you know the the uh, rap, highly successful the highly successful rap hip hop musical about the founding fathers, which you know you hear it on paper you're like what the hell, but it's behind the producers is one of the most like the most Tony wins like ever for a musical. Oh yeah, so it basically launched Lin Manuel Miranda's career, yeah. right? Cultural phenomenon. It was yeah. like one of the most, Disney Plus. I was going to say it during the pandemic on Disney Plus on the Fourth of July, and it was huge. One of the most watched things like yeah. ever, basically yeah. on. Disney Plus, so you know, it's hugely popular, and, and it's still going on, right? Like it's still being it's still shown. Popular. It's it's not gone for like a second run or whatever. It's still kind of continuing it's, on. It's got a couple of different tours going right, around yeah, the country, exactly. but it's still on Broadway. It's, right. It's not available if you want to put like let's say no, local theater around here would like to do a production of Hamilton. They're not being they able to do that no. because they're still touring. You know, yeah, you you can do something like Hello Dolly or right, you know, Greece or yeah, something, right. but yeah. Until it's off of Broadway and they release the rights to the public, which Hamilton being as successful as it is, that could be a, while. a long time. Like you still can't do Wicked, um, you still you still can't do Phantom of the Opera because oh, wow. it's been on Broadway for thirty years or something. So there's that. So that leads to that this leads particular to this. story. Now you've. All listening have probably heard or seen of you know school productions. Which listen, there's a lot of really talented like good school productions around this town. I mean, there are. Mm-hmm. But you think of school productions, you think uh, yeah, everybody's got their like idea in their head about what a school production is, right? Yeah, especially certain ones. Yes, especially like middle school or whatever. You're just like, oh god, it's mostly parents going, why do I have to sit through this? One parent, that's my baby. Yeah, right, Mother. exactly. But uh, but but we love it anyways. However when you get to the um, church productions of musicals, that is when it really starts to... Yeah, because sometimes they take the secular and try to shoehorn a message in. Right, because like, like, like a church can't, you know, wouldn't do like Sweeney Todd or something cool. <laughs> they could, right? maybe. They could, but they do like Godspell. The and Demon Barber of Jerusalem? I'm not quite sure. Of I'm not quite sure how they would change that around. One of, you will, one of you will betray me and eat me in a meat pie. <laughs> right, exactly. It'd be Judas, Judas Sweeney. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yes. <laughs> no, God, we gave someone an idea now. Oh, no. Continue that's... on, though. Well, well it may it not can't be worse to... than this one, right? Right, because this church in Texas. Okay. Gotta say it like SpongeBob does. Texas, because uh, they, uh, the the church put on their own production of Hamilton, which, which remember. 
the rights are not available to yet. Right. Um, you can. I think you can do a concert with like some songs, you know, like a show choir or something. Yeah, you can perform some of the songs, but you can't go you, you beat can't, for beat. You can't. The pun. Yeah, you can't word for word everything. I mean, yeah, I mean literally beat for beat, word for word, yeah. lyric for lyric. You can't do the whole show. You damn sure can't stream it, which is what they did. They streamed it over the internet. Um, and hey, we're doing something we shouldn't be doing. Let's stream it for all to see. Now, what's interesting about this, like interesting enough that they're they're doing a copyrighted musical that they can't do because the rights aren't available. They're live streaming it. And on top of that, uh, you did another, uh, you know, uh, pardon the pun, cardinal sin of, you know, putting on um, a very ho- high-profile show is that they uh, specifically changed the script of course to their did. liking. Which of you, course, yeah. Which, I, I mean, full disclosure, you know, maybe you cut a line here or there because it's outdated because the show was written in, like, well, the 40s. Well, true, yes, yeah, yeah. Or you, you slice off one of the dance... Artistic license. Artistic, like like a dance break gets shortened because you don't have the, you know, dancers or whatever. But no, they, they were changing whole, like, entire like lines and they were adding like scripture into it there was a sermon during the musical there was a part <laughs> here comes a breakdown in hamilton yeah you know on the sermon on the mount with the it's like no 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 that's yeah not right. I, I got the beatitudes gotta be out of debt you know yeah exactly no but they're uh, I uh went that, up that was actually and I came back with 10 commandments that is for you my friend that's much better rapping so, than so. they have clips of this online that's much better than anything oh there we go did. well thank you thank no, you no seriously it, so, so how did this all end up here kev well, uh, Mr. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda himself, I believe, or at least some people with the, um, uh, <laughs> a, a, um, as part of the Hamilton team, were like, what in the F are you guys doing? Now, they allow, as long as they don't stream it, um, they're not... They, they sent them a cease and desist for streaming. Okay. Because they're a church, there are certain, like, tax exemptions right, exactly. and stuff. They can actually kind of get around certain, uh, things, certain yeah. things, but they can't stream it. That's 100%. They're like, we would go after you for that. And, of course, if they went too hard after this church, you know the, you know, Christianity's under attack crowd is going to yeah. be Yeah, you don't, you don't want ass. all that. You don't so that. so they, they did tell them, like, if you do this, like, again and you stream it, you know, you're in trouble. A- and, you know, apparently the church done this with other musicals and so they're under the radar now <laughs> under the microscope of you can't do this anymore and also the sermon of course had very like um, homophobic undertones to it and Lin-Manuel mm. Miranda is of course very you know progressive yeah. on the LGBTQ community so he's like yeah no yeah. <laughs> he's like this needs to stop so uh, if you're a church uh, you can't do Hamilton and change the words yeah, or at least don't live stream it if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that that doesn't have the rights, yeah. don't live. They stream couldn't it. live stream it. And they couldn't advertise it anymore. Gotcha. Uh, moving on away out Wednesday, we've heard a story previously about a couple who were together, then moved apart for a little while. Remember mm-hmm. that, and yes. then moved back in. They said it was great. The break was great for their relationship. Well, here is a couple that for 20 years of their 21 year marriage actually lived in separate homes. Oh, my goodness. Despite having a child. Let me introduce you to David and Claire Burke. She's 55. He's 49. And for 20 years, even though the pair had a child together and were married, they lived in separate homes. I, I, she, hmm. she said the distance created a spark, and even though they lived in separate houses, their marriage thrived, and they recently celebrated their anniversary. But now they have finally moved into the same house, and Claire hates it. 
saying it completely ruined their romance. Well, yeah. They found out that they actually detest each other if they live in the same home. She goes, I got so stressed about leaving dirty clothes laying wherever he'd taken them off, leaving stuff on the dining room table, black rings around the bath, toothpaste in the sink, and leaving his gym equipment around the garden. Well, you let him you let him live as a bachelor for 20 years. What well, do you I was, expect? I was going to say. You let him go feral in the wild, basically. Yeah, and, and, and they have a kid together. I got to imagine now in the past couple of, you know, years, maybe in the past couple of decades, it's been, you know, there used to be like the stigma about kids, you know, their parents being divorced or whatever, but like, that's how do you ex- how do you explain like <laughs> my parents are not divorced they just literally live in separate houses so now they've decided to agree to split their shared home in two so they have separate bedrooms again they watch separate TVs she loves her soaps he loves his mar- marvel she says uh, that she's not down with that she says there's not there wasn't enough uh, when they shared a bedroom there wasn't enough closet space for her uh, she just she wasn't having any of it uh, she said basically it was very hard trying to reduce the number of clothes I had to be able to share the wardrobe with David we uh, did attempt it. it probably had only about one eighth of the space she goes but despite all this we're still very much in love and even decided to renew our vows last year as we've been together for 21 years. Our living arrangements may not be conventional, but they were for us and we have been so happy since adapting how to live under the same roof in a basically split home. You know, it's if they are happy with each other, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's wrong. It's All weird. I'm saying is that's really weird and like it, it sounds like you're roommates with benefits because you have nothing in common. Correct. That's exactly what it is. They, separate TVs, separate everything. They just do their own stuff and it's like they're basically, you're right, friends about they boink and then they go to their separate yeah. quarters. So, ugh. Ridiculous. The Burks. Get out of here with you. I, kudos, I mean, if that's what works for you, but I, I don't know if you're a really strong married couple if you can't spend more than no. an hour or two together. I don't together. even know if you're friends. Yeah, like, to be honest with you, yeah, you're just <laughs> F buddies. Yeah. So. Well, well speaking of sleeping... Um, I tell you what, uh, spiders. Yeah, they're creepy. Spiders are creepy. Although, you know what? Spiders do tend to get a bad rap because they kill a lot of, like, a really annoying Oh, yeah, annoying they serve bugs. a purpose. I try not to squash them on site. I don't I try anymore. to try to get them out back outside or whatever because yeah. I know if it wasn't for them, it would be a lot more flies and everything else. So I understand. And, and as a kid, I wasn't as creeped out. Like, as a kid, I would go and grab every spider I could because I thought one would be radioactive and make me Spider-Man. Oh, well, I watched, I watched Spider-Man TV shows and, of course, the movie movies when they came out and I loved spiders. Yeah. Yeah. So but what's going on with these particular spiders? Well there's a new study um out of New York and it's um oh that was a a text, I guess my uh spi- spider spiders sense is my spider sense is tingling. Your Peter no, Tingle. My Pe- my Peter Tingle. <laughs> Don't that call it funny. that. Don't call it the, the Peter, Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingle. Mm. But uh, so spiders, th- th- this question has kept scientists awake at night. All right. Oh God. Of it course. With the puns. But you know Obviously, there's there's some creatures that are nocturnal, and there's some that can run on very little sleep. Mm-hmm. Spiders, uh, they they were looking at these these spiders sleep patterns, sleep patterns, and wondering. And it it says that they're um, do they have an REM you oh, know sleep like yeah. state where it's gotcha. you do know, they stand in the place where they are. Yeah. Do they no. think about direction? Wonder why we have it. Yeah, and um, apparently, yeah, spiders have very overnight movements, a lot like REM, where they like twitch a little bit, and you know, regular sleep cycles. Because everybody hurts, Kev. 
Everybody does hurt. I mean, having eight legs would be uh, interesting. All those eyes that spiders have, you yeah. see everything. Yeah, yeah, you do, yeah, including that orange crush there on the. I was just dropping REM song titles in there. there by the go. way, that, that's what I was doing, just to let like you know. It. And finally, uh, we have a presidential election took place earlier this week in Kenya, and there was two leading candidates, right? Okay. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, came a a candidate that really struck a chord with people. Let me introduce you to reggae aficionado George Wajakaya, who emerged as a wild card candidate who promised to erase the country's debt with his ganja solution. Now yeah. you may ask, what's the ganja solution? Well, here's what happened. Uh, basically, the gravedigger turned law professor I has, only polled, has polled around 2% of voters, but could have a state election if he endorses one of the front runners or takes votes from another. Basically, what he said is during his campaign trail, he promised to wipe out Kenya's nearly $70 billion debt by establishing a medical cannabis industry. All right. And exporting animal parts to China where he says hyena testicles are considered a delicacy. Mm. So his big campaign thing is let's get some more weedage in there and let's slice some hyena nuts and send them to China and we will be debt free before you know it. Dave Ramsey would be proud. Uh, He goes, I've created a new tribe known as the Ganja tribe. Uh, and he said, I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing this for the country. But also, I dream of smoking weed in the president's office. I mean, who I mean, who among us doesn't dream that? He says, we'll go to the state house and smoke it around to remove the colonial impurities, the 62-year-old said in his wood-paneled office, sporting a do-rag and listening to Hare Krishna prayer. <laughs> uh, other policies and manifesto range from federalizing the government and renegotiating Kenya's debt with China to hanging people found guilty of corruption. So it's not all peace and love. Oh, no. I mean, if you're one of the three hyenas from uh, the Lion King, your nuts are going to be gone. Yeah. Two of the, well, two of the three were, were male. One was female. She would have been fine. Uh, but also, if you're corrupt, you're done. If you're greasing palms, they're breaking your neck. With yeah, them. exactly. Right away. He says, uh, we've come in with the ganja solution. He says because of his budget, he ra- his now he doesn't have a lot of campaign fundage no. for his weed and nuts party. <laughs> um, but his rallies, here's how his political rallies have gone thus far. Oh please, I want to. They know. involve him arriving at some type of market, okay. unannounced, just shows up out of nowhere, blaring some reggae music from his car, and then pitching his candidacy to onlookers. So just think about that. Doesn't call a press conference. Just think about this for a moment, right? If you were to take old George and put him in the middle of the Illinois governor race, right? You have Bailey on his bus going around. You got Pritzker with all the money in the world. And then all of a sudden, George shows up blaring get up stand up with a megaphone and talking about weed and and hyena nuts. By the way, showing up at like schnooks. Right, exactly. Outside your high V, all of a sudden you hear this car blaring reggae. Uh, Maybe some Baju Bantan or whoever it may be, some uh, Peter Tosh. And then having a bullhorn talking about we're gonna we're gonna cut the debt in Illinois by sending hyena balls and then cannabis and we're gonna be fine. Hang them up, <laughs> hyena nuts for everybody, and we're gonna balance this budget. He's like the Kenyan vermin supreme. I love it. Sorry, Ed from from Lion King, your balls are going to China, and we gotta we gotta balance this budget. <laughs> I don't think George won, but God bless him you know for what? trying. You, you, you gotta love it, though. I mean, you just gotta love it. He drives to that weird couple's house, be like, "Your balls are already in her purse because she's she's dictating the terms here. Smoke some weed and just live together more often." Yeah.
But if there's corruption, if one of you cheats, dead. Dead. Sleeping with the fishes, <laughs> just like the spiders. Yes, the spiders in there sleeping. Yes. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've asked, we've answered the question. I think, what's the frequency, Kenneth? With our another edition. Do you get that one? Uh, REM. Yeah, there okay. we go. You, you're on it. I'm you, on it. <laughs> you're driving now. I'm driving. Where am I driving to? Way out for Way Out Wednesday, like the man of the moon. Ow, my nuts. <laughs>